Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Yo, what up? Welcome to Tavares of the Best. Today is Friday, July 2, 2021. My name is JC Tevis. Welcome to the podcast about my life and nothing else. But stick around. You might learn something new. It's July, everyone. Welcome to the halfway point of 2021. Hey, that rhymed. Welcome. How are you guys doing? Happy weekend to everyone. Sorry I didn't release on Tuesday. Nothing much to talk about. Uh, but there is stuff today. Uh, congratulations. Much to my chagrin. To the Phoenix Suns and Chris Paul. Yeah, I know. Some of you messaged me on, on Instagram. Cause you guys know I don't like Chris Paul. <laughs> but congratulations to Chris Paul for finally making the, uh, the NBA Finals for the first time in his career. And he did it. Uh, like he was a big factor. He didn't just be, he wasn't just carried. He actually carried the Suns. He, I think he had 41 or something in game six to lead them to the finals. So congratulations. Uh, earlier today, the Milwaukee Bucks beat the, uh, uh, the, 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 who the fuck are they playing? The Atlanta Hawks. Atlanta Hawks, uh, to take a 3-2 advantage. So we'll see. Can they take it? Giannis got hurt last game in game four. That was a pretty brutal injury. I thought that he tore his ACL or something. I, I was so shocked that it was a non, what's the term? It was, there was no ligament damage. But the, if you saw it, it was so hard to watch. It was like, oh my fucking God, Giannis, no, your knee. But I saw the game today. He was on the bench, like standing up and cheering and stuff. Like, I don't think he was jumping around and shit, but he seemed to be okay. So. Hopefully he's he'll he can come back to the finals. I doubt he's gonna play in game game six or game seven if it comes to that. But maybe he might make a return to finals. Hopefully, if he makes the final, if they make the finals. But shout out to the Milwaukee Bucks as well. Brooke Lopez, one of my favorite players before Brooke Lopez, because he was on the New Jersey Nets with Vince Carter, my favorite player of all time. So he had a huge game. So did uh Bobby Portis Jr. You know, remember Bobby Portis Jr.? He used to be on the Bulls. He punched, I think, Miritich. He punched him. He got suspended. <laughs> like he punched his own teammate. <laughs> Very Michael Jordan. Um, But yeah, Chris Paul. Uh, let's go by Chris Paul. Shout out to Chris Paul. I don't like Chris Paul. You guys know I hate his face. I know he's a good player. Like I, I've never hated on Chris Paul. I just think he's a whiny bitch. That's why. <laughs> And you know who I think is low-key not happy that he made the finals? Uh, Carmelo Anthony. <laughs> because, you know, they're, they're the banana boat crew, right? It's, it's LeBron James. They're all drafted in the same year. LeBron James, Dwayne Wade, Chris Paul, and wait, was Chris Paul drafted the same year? Hold on, I gotta check. Oh no, he was drafted in 2005. Oh, my mistake. But on, there's this picture way back in the day of, uh, LeBron, Carmelo, Dwayne Wade, and, uh, and, uh, LeBron James on a banana boat. Like, you know, my banana boat to Boracay. I don't know if they still have those, but they were forever known as the banana boat crew or whatever. So, Carmelo Anthony's the only one that hasn't made the finals yet. 
Uh, who do you got then, JC? I know, I know. Your all your predictions so far on this podcast have been wrong. So what does it matter? So might as well just throw out another one, right? If the Phoenix Suns go against the Milwaukee Bucks without Giannis, the Phoenix Suns are going to win an NBA championship. If they go up against the Atlanta Hawks without Trey Young, the hundred percent they're going to win the championship. I think. Because Trey Young is hurt too. It's been a season full of injuries, by the way. Maybe we could talk a little bit about that. Um, but with Trey Young, they probably will still win. I think Phoenix is going to win it all unless Giannis plays at full 100%. So we'll see. We'll see. I mean, who knows? Who knows? Uh, but yeah, the injuries this season have been pretty bad, by the way. I know you guys don't really care much about basketball, most of you, but some of you do. Uh, let me know what you guys think, cause LeBron James even tweeted a few days ago about, um, he said that he, he warned the league saying that this short, cause there was like a short rest period between the seasons, cause of the whole COVID situation, screwing things up, and the league wanted to kinda resume operations. I guess to, to save revenue, uh, in advertising and all that stuff. Uh, in a way, we, I mean, none of us complained. Uh, only the players I did probably behind the scenes, but no, none of the, the spectators, us fans complained that there was basketball coming sooner than, rather than later. But are we paying for it now? I don't know. Seguro. I mean, uh, to some extent, the, the Giannis injury was not due to fatigue. That was just another, that was just a freak accident right but there are some injuries that probably were caused because they players didn't get enough rest i don't know that i'm not an athlete right i'm not never really been an athlete full-time i don't know how how important like the difference between three months of two months of rest versus let's say four months of rest will that really fuck your body up i'm not really sure i'm not really sure so yeah, that's the uh, that's the NBA. What did I do this week? Okay, I watched a few movies. Let's start with the movies that I remember off the top of my head. I for the first time in my life, I watched Gone Baby Gone with uh, Casey Affleck. It was it was Ben Affleck's I think directorial debut before he did Argo and and uh, Gone Girl. Uh, Gone Baby Gone's on Netflix uh, Philippines. If you want to check it out, it stars Casey Affleck, so Ben Affleck's brother. It also stars Morgan Freeman, Ed Harris, uh, Michelle Mon, Mon, how do you say her last name? Monahan? Monegahan? Michelle Mon, yeah, whatever her name is. The chick from, uh, Source Code. But yeah, the story is about this, this girl in Boston. Boston, I love Boston accent. This girl in Boston, little girl in Boston is kidnapped. And, the family hires uh, two private detectives played by Michelle Mangan and Casey Affleck to find the the girl. And it is, there's just like a, I'd say it's a more of a mystery de- detective. It's not really a thriller. I don't, there's not, there's never a point where my balls were clenched or my asshole tightened while, while watching it. The acting is pretty solid. Uh, and the last part, the, the, the ending, and I was looking at after I watched it, you know what I always do, right? I go on Reddit and shit. So I looked on the ending and, and it really was very defi- divisive. It, it really was a, I wouldn't say it's controversial, but it was a very, 
how you say, divisive and it'll make you really think about the difference between morality and legality. And I I don't want to spoil it yet because I, I don't know how many of you have seen it, but I think the character made the wrong decision at the end. The main character made the wrong decision. I'll just leave it at that. Go watch it. Gone Baby Gone. Gone Baby Gone. Um, uh, speaking of stuff that I also watched, I, I rewatched most of the Ninja Turtles movies. I'm a big fan of Ninja Turtles. I think I've shared this with you before, but I'm a huge fan of Raphael. But I love the Ninja Turtles in general. So for the first time ever, first time, I watched Ninja, uh, Batman versus the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Holy shit, that movie's so fucking awesome, man. I didn't even know it existed. I just saw it on a Reddit thread a, a few days ago. And I was like, holy shit, there's a, there's a Batman. I know, I knew there was a comic, but I didn't know that there was a, a movie, an animated movie. I downloaded it and it was, man, it was so good, bro. Uh, the story is that the Ninja Turtles, uh, they chase the Foot Clan, who are the main bad guys in Ninja Turtles, right? Into Gotham City. And then they, they cross paths with, with Batman, Robin, and Batgirl. And there's a, you know, initially they, they don't know each other, so they think each other is a threat. And then they work together. There are so many quotable quotes. There's some funny moments. The action is really good. There's a fight between Batman and, and Shredder from Ninja Turtles, which is super fucking dope. It's great. It's a it's a really good Batman slash Ninja Turtles movie. It's up there in terms of the animated uh, shit. Like in terms of animated Ninja Turtle stuff, it's it's up there, man. Uh, Turtles Forever, I think, is is a little bit better. If you've seen Turtles Forever, it's a good movie. It it crosses over the three versions of the ninja turtles the the 19 like 80s version the 2000 something version or whatever the later version and then like the black and white nitty-gritty dark version it was pretty pretty solid um what else oh okay so i watched the live act two of the live action movies the first and the second i fell asleep during the second but i i've 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 watched it so many times in the past and then i rewatched also the the 2007 CGI movie called TMNT. That movie's so good, huh? That movie is is I think severely underrated. A lot of people remember the live action movies, and and rightfully so. Those are really great. But in 2007, they released a, a Ninja Turtles movie called TMNT, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, and I I I really love it because it highlights Raphael a lot. Everyone everyone loves you know Michelangelo's, but I think Raphael is the best character. He's always pissed at the world, right? There's a great fight scene between Raphael and Leonardo in that in that in that uh, movie. The this, the the fight scenes are really cool. The animation, I think, is solid. Like if you for 2007, I guess it was it looked okay. It looked okay, but the the side characters could have used some work, maybe. But the animation was 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 pretty good, and the fight scenes were awesome. So TMNT, go check it out. Uh, I was gonna rewatch the, the, the Megan Fox ones, like the, the Michael Bay ones. The, uh, the second one of the Michael Bay Ninja Turtles movies is really good. The first one, eh. But the second one, when they have, re- uh, Bebop and Rocksteady as, as villains, and they, there's that fight in the airplane. Holy shit, that fight is so cool. It's such a cool fight scene, man. 
So yeah, that's why I did uh, Ninja Turtles, Gone Baby Gone. Is there anything else that I, I uh, accomplished? Oh, I looked up some stuff to talk about. I, I came across the TikTok. And um, apparently there was a Bitcoin like heist in Africa. Let me, let me go look it up. African Brothers uh, and Bitcoin. African, hold on. African Brothers Bitcoin. News. So here's here's what that's crazy, right? So according to Fortune.com, South African brothers disappear along with three point six billion dollars in Bitcoin. Let me just—I'm reading this because I've been thinking about investing in crypto, but shit like this is like, you know, this is what could happen, bro. The founders of South Africa's largest cryptocurrency exchange have vanished along with nearly $3.6 billion in Bitcoin after telling investors the exchange had been hacked. Now, the the hacking of an exchange, I don't know how that works. Because I, I interviewed a, a guy named Chris Tan. I talked a little bit about it on the podcast. And I asked him, like, well, isn't there a fear that, that you know, your, your, your crypto could get hacked by hackers and shit? But he told me that cryptocurrency is held on multiple servers across the world. So it'd have to be a, a targeted, uh, like it'd have to be a coordinated targeted attack on different servers across the world. So I don't know if, if attacking a specific exchange would be easier, but let's go back to the story. So a Cape Town law firm hired by affected investors says it cannot find Amir and Reis Kaji, the founders of AfriCrypt. The firm has warned crypto exchanges around the world to be on a lookout should anyone try to sell the digital currency on their platform. See, that's, the, that's I guess, the good thing about crypto in a way because of that blockchain shit. So crypto has blockchain. Each each crypto has a blockchain, right, associated to it, which details the, the transaction history. So it's hard to sell any crypto without, like, knowing where it came from. So I don't know what these if these brothers stole it or if it was hacked and stolen from them, but it'd be pretty impossible, based on my knowledge, to sell any of this bit this Bitcoin this bit three point six billion without saying, "Hey, that's kind of that's isn't that the crypto that was stolen from us?" Yeah. So AfriCrypt warned cl- clients of a hack in April when Bitcoin was it was at its highs. Oddly, though, it asked clients not to alert law enforcement authorities or lawyers as it would slow down the recovery process. Man, crypto is crazy, bro. I might actually learn about something called Axis Infinity. I'm trying to look into it because I have a friend who put 300,000 in it and then in a week made 40,000 pesos. That is fucking insane. There's no bank or or like mutual fund that will give you that kind of return in one week. What is that? That that's like do the math for me, Broadfits. 40k, 300,000. What is that? That's more than 10%, right? Right? That's crazy. Now, I I'm going to learn about it and I, obviously I'm going to be very careful. I don't want to be, you know, AfriCrypt 3.6 billion you know, scammed out of me. But the fact that, so Axie's Infinity, I've been looking, I've been seeing it on TikTok, just scrolling. It's a game. It's a game. It's an online game. 
but then you deal with the like it's it's a it's a play to earn game like not it's not pay to win there's some games that are pay to win you pay like money to to get better stuff and it's it's uh, it's a it's a term that i've heard for the first time this week is play to earn game you earn crypto in the form of something like Axie coins or whatever, which then converts to, I think, Ethereum. I'm not really sure. I'm going to learn about it this weekend. I'm going to look into it. But it just in the offshoot that that is a rough estimate of what you could make in a, in a week. And I did the math, right? In seven weeks, you're clear if you make 40000 I mean, I, I don't know. I don't know. I'm skeptical. I mean, just hearing this news about the the Bitcoin stealing is is scary to me. But I mean, if I put money that I, I'm I'm confident that you know I could part with, we'll have to see. Have you heard about that, Brad Fitz? You know, Brad Fitz listens to me a lot. So, have you heard anything? Any any uh, you know murmurs around the uh, the crypto world about Axie's Infinity? And did I tell you? I forgot if I told you guys on um, the podcast. Oh, I did. I, t- I told you in Hala Hala. I bought I, on the, on a whim, right? Before I bought AMC stock when it when it uh, was going up, and I held it for a while. And then I lost money, and then it finally went up. And then when it finally went into the positive after maybe eight or nine months, uh, I sold. You know, for a profit of like two hundred fifty bucks. But then, uh, like five days later, it like went times four or whatever so i lost out on like three thousand us dollars just because i didn't wait for a few days piece of shit jc you paper-handed bitch jc uh so i'm not the i just go on my gut usually Mm. so yeah anyway let's see um let's see what else is there what else is there to talk about Anyway, let me know what you think about about how can Bitcoin disappear, right? How does that even work? Like, does it just because I know some people have crypt? I've heard stories of people who have Bitcoin on like a hard drive, and then they forgot the password. I, I don't know. Like, oh, excuse me, just burped. It's a very confusing time. I just had the Jollibee sweet chili chicken. Is that what it's called? I did not hear any news about it. Did you guys know that there was a new Jollibee Chicken Joy, but like Korean style? I don't know if they're there. Maybe they don't want to compete with the the McDonald's BTS meal. I just tried it. It's spicy as fuck, but it's good. I like it. It's it's the sweet chili chicken, like Chicken Joy. I had the two piece. Mmm. I thought it was good. Maybe you should get that this weekend, right? Ooh 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 ooh. What else? Is there anything else? Dude. I posted on Instagram for the first time in a long time. It's been a while. There's really nothing else. How long has this podcast been going? Let's see. 18 minutes. (sighs) I'm trying to think if there's any other movies that I watched. I am not. I've just been playing a lot of Call of Duty and watching basketball and going to work. Oh, Yesterday, I had uh, HOT. I interviewed this lady named Diana Chaplin, and she is the director, canopy director, of this foundation called One Tree Planted. I actually learned a lot. I learned that uh, palm oil is actually really not good for the environment. So if you're buying stuff in the supermarket 
and you see that the ingredients has palm oil, you should probably opt to not get it. I I think it's because it, they cut down trees and shit. So one tree planted, they uh, they're a NGO that works with other you know nonprofit stuff people from around the world, and they work together to plant trees. And they last year they planted uh, 10 million trees, which is crazy. But then I asked her because I was like, 10 million trees, that's a lot. But how, how is 10 million trees a lot in the, in the scheme of the earth? And uh, she approximated that there's like a trillion trees. I, I couldn't even fathom the number. Like, let's go look that up. How many zeros in a trillion? How many zeros in a trillion? Okay, because a billion has nine zeros, a trillion has twelve. What what are the what are the denomination? What comes after a billion? Billion, uh, trillion, quadrillion, quintillion, sextillion, septillion, octillion, nonillion, and decillion. Wow, wow! Could you imagine if someone becomes a trillionaire? I wonder, is it possible? Let's Google that. Is it possible to become to become a trillionaire? Jeff Bezos could be the world's first trillionaire by 2026. Holy shit. God damn. This is according to economictimes.indiatimes.com. I don't know how how realistic that would be. But just I mean, a trillion is just a ridiculous amount of money. Uh, I remember having a teacher in high school, and we there was the lotto. I think at the time was really high, and we were talking about it. He was just talking about like saying saying that if you have a billion dollars, it's impossible to spend. Like you cannot, you can't spend it. Like it's impossible if you, unless you're super extravagant and buy, let's say a two hundred million dollar yacht. I mean, you can buy five of those, right? But how many yachts can you buy? Like, where are you going to keep it, right? But if you're just going to, if you put it in in those interest funds or whatever, like a billion dollars, you put it in those interest thingies. I, I don't know how much interest that will yield you. But I looked it up one time. There is one where a scenario where I think if you had a billion or maybe it was 500 million. But if you had a billion and then you put it in these kind of medium or low risk whatever, it, it would amount to you having to spend your, the interest you would get in just alone, the interest, this is not even on top of the one billion, was like twenty five thousand U.S. dollars per day, per day. Let's see. That is. Uh, I just want to do the math for you. PHP. USD. Twenty five thousand U.S. dollars is one million. 200,000 pesos a day. Could you spend a million pesos a day without having to be an asshole? No, right? You could go to the mall. It's impossible to spend a million pesos in one day. You could buy electronics, whatever, but you're going to have nowhere to put it. You'd have to buy a house just for shit. A billion dollars, that's insane. That's an insane amount of money. Can you imagine Imagine having the luxury to wake up and having $25,000 just 
and you're not losing money because the next day you know that you're going to get another 25,000 or I get another million pesos a day. That would be the dream. There's this great quote. Uh, I, it's attributed to many people. The one I remember reading it was in a Reader's Digest way back in the day because my mom was into Reader's Digest. So was my Lola. And it was quoted from Samuel L. Jackson. But I don't know if it seems like a quote that could have been said by anyone. It said, whoever said that money can't buy happiness never had any. And I know, I know money is not everything. I know there are, are people who don't have a lot of money who are happy. All right? Don't, don't come at me with your pitchforks. But I am telling you, if you gave me 1 million pesos every day, I would be a much happier person. I guarantee it. I would be much happier. <laughs> I want to be rich, man. I just want to travel the world and then like have nice shit and like help people out. That's my, uh, I feel like with, with, if I had that kind of money, I could really make a big difference in the world. Yeah. But then, then again, I think about it, you know, Bill Gates and all those people who, who donate, you know, Bill, Bill Gates has that, his foundation, Bill and Melinda Gates, they had their foundation where they donated literally billions of dollars, but we don't really see the impact because it usually goes to, uh, I'm not sure where. Maybe Africa. I know they had some work in Africa. I'm just using that as an example. But you never really see it. Maybe, maybe that's why. Maybe like I want to see my, I want to see my money do it, so that I feel like I'm making a difference. Because you don't really see anything that's happening out there. All the, all the, all the charity work. There's a lot of very, you know, Warren Buffett's a very uh, philanthropic guy, but you don't really kind of feel it because it's not you that's being affected. It's it's people who need it more. So I, I, I kind of want to do it myself as well, just so that I could feel it. You know, you know what I mean? Twenty. That's crazy, man. Twenty five thousand U.S. dollars a day. I mean, how would I spend it? Right? How would just let's just let's just go through a day. You wake up, you have a million pounds. What do you do? So you obviously you go to the nicest restaurant, right? You you you. What's the most expensive restaurant here? Let's go look, look look it up. Most expensive restaurant in the Philippines. I've never looked this up. Let's see. The Shang Palace. Never been here. Uh, wait. The Shang Palace is the most expensive a la carte restaurant in the Philippines. This is just from a review on TripAdvisor. I don't know how reliable this is. Hmm. Let's see. Okay, the most eight of the most expensive restaurant dishes in the Philippines. Here we go. U.S. certified Angus Super Prime Dry Age Bone In Steak at Vasque Modern Tapas and Gastronomic Cuisine. This is from a excuse me, an article from 2016. So this is probably not updated. Some of these places might be closed. Six thousand six hundred pesos. Uh, Mayura ribeye from the fireplace. Six thousand seven hundred. That's actually not as I thought these these steaks would be like 11k. Well, maybe actually I don't really know the the pricing of steaks. Japanese premium wagyu tenderloin beef from Yurakuen Japanese restaurant 7000. Wagyu kaiseki from Inagiku is 9000. Okay, the most expensive on this list. Charcoal grilled Japanese beef sirloin steak from Hide Yamamoto. 17,000 pesos. Okay, so let's say you, you buy that. You know, you're hungry, right? 500 grams, not enough. You need a kilogram of steak 
to fuel up your day. So you buy two. So that thirty-five thousand. Let's 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 get a calculator out. Just that I, I love this game. By the way, I had this game. You should play this game with your friends. It, it's it's a lot of fun. Like you should take the total of the lotto winnings that you would get if you won the lotto today and put in a calculator and then just start subtracting shit. Go on Google, look up the prices. It's, it's really a lot of fun, man. Uh, especially if you play it with friends. So let's let's put in the calculator. One million five hundred thousand pesos. So we just bought our our breakfast. For thirty five thousand, right, thirty something thousand. So we still have a million four hundred eighty thousand pesos left. Now we're not gonna buy a car because I already have a car, right? We're not gonna buy a new apartment. I still have an apartment. I mean, we could buy an apartment next week because we'd have five, six million pesos in in extra cash from our interest. So maybe next week I'll buy a condo. But let's just you know, let's just go throughout our day. We have one point four six million pesos left. Uh, what do you guys want to do, right? Um. You want to watch a movie? <laughs> I'm trying to think. You want? Let's go shopping. All right, let's go shopping. Uh, let's go buy some new shoes. Let's buy the most expensive shoes. Let's get like some eight thousand pesos shoes. Okay. Let's get a let's get a nice Gucci designer. But how much are designer bags? Like five thousand dollars. So like two hundred fifty thousand pesos. So let's get a two hundred fifty thousand peso. I don't know belt. Uh, let's get a hundred thousand peso uh, backpack. I don't know, man. I still have 1.1 million. What, what do you guys want to do now? Right? We already ate. I mean, we can have another. Let's have more of that steak. Let's just eat the steak six times today. So I'll do two more of those. One, two, three. So we still have 1,040,000 pesos. Uh, I mean, let's buy a new laptop. You know, 80,000. Because well, I need a new laptop. So I have 960,000. We, we've already had our food for the day. Oh, we didn't get dessert, but let, let's just let's just buy dessert. Five hundred pesos. I don't know. <laughs> Think of what else? Help me, guys. Help me. It's impossible, man. It's impossible. You you cannot kind of without being extremely lavish and and wasteful. You cannot do it. I, I'm at nine hundred thousand. I'm already struggling on what to buy. It's it's impossible. Play the game with your friends. Okay, I'm not gonna play anymore. I'm done. <laughs> but that that's just kind of the craziness that being a billionaire is. You cannot spend the money. It's impossible, right? So just give me fucking just give me a billion, Bill Gates, and then I will make the world a better place. I promise, man. All right, that's it. That's the podcast. I got it to 30 minutes. You're a champ, JC. Thank you to everyone who messaged me on Instagram. By the way, I appreciate it. I know you guys are fans of Chris Paul, so I'm happy for you. Uh, I'll try to release on Tuesday next week uh, if stuff happens this weekend. Maybe, maybe I might, you know, learn some shit about Axis Infinity, Axie Infinity. Go do your research on that. You know, this is, remember, I don't know anything, so please don't take my word for it. And I don't even know if my friend was, was bullshitting me about the 40K in one week. Maybe, I don't know, we'll see. Um let's uh let's let's discuss let's touch base next week all right uh you can follow me on the podcast instagram tevez the best you can follow my personal instagram at it's me jc just message me about the podcast on the podcast instagram because i always reply to that and yeah take it easy have a great weekend and i'll catch you all say it with me later planning for your next trip elevate your travel style with quince Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. 
and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.